Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, Lions NFL insider. He is standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Um, what, what would be the cool positives you take? Obviously, the win would be first and foremost out in L.A., uh, but slight concerns you have coupled with what you really like about this team right now. Well, I think first and foremost, um, you, you have to be pretty excited about the fact that the Lions can go head-to-head with maybe a, a top-five quarterback in this league and, and a really good passing offense and, and win a shootout. Um, I think, to me, I, I, I throughout, I think, Jared Goff's time here in Detroit, I had questioned whether he could really survive one of those shootouts, um, whether he could go toe-to-toe with, with someone that most people agree is um, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, because that's what you might have to do in the playoffs, right? There are a lot of shootouts that happen in the playoffs and you're going to have to go up against the best of the best quarterbacks. And the Lions proved they could do it. They proved they can go on a game-winning drive with three minutes left. Um, that matters. Um, of course, the other side of the coin, too, is that you are going to have to face some really good passing offenses when you get to the playoffs. And the Lions defense showed that they still have a ton of work to, to go there um, in terms of coverage, in terms of pass rush, in terms of a lot of things that aren't going right in terms of the pass defense. And really, some of those were issues that they've been having all season. So, I don't think uh, anyone who came into uh, this game against L.A. with, with concerns about the pass rush, when, with concerns about their coverage, uh, came away thinking anything but, yeah, those are real concerns. Yeah, and, and the defensive line, you can just adjust rotations. You can scheme it up. Uh, they're not going to be able to bring in any bodies uh, right now. What, what would you do to have Hutch be more of an impact in the backfield on sacks and TFLs? Yeah, it's, it's not really an easy fix. And, and really, we have seen the Lions move around some guys and, and change personnel a little bit. They got Josh Paschal, their, their second-round pick from last year, more playing time last week. They're starting to blitz Alex Anzalone a lot, and that's actually something that I think they've found a little bit of success with. Um, but I think ultimately what they're going to need to do is really just have some of those other guys start winning their one-on-ones. Um, you know, opposing offensive lines are not going to give more attention to guys that aren't deemed threats. Um, they, they're going to need more out of guys like Romeo Oquara, Charles Harris, um, Julian Oquara, um, if, if they're really going to free up Hutchinson, because there's really only so much you can do. You, they, they try standing him up. They try running him on twists and stunts and putting him on either side. And, um, you know, offenses pay attention to that sort of stuff. When, you, when you're getting basically half of your pressures from one guy, he's going to draw a lot of attention no matter where you put him. Matchup with the Bears on Sunday. Bears are they they've been squirrely, if I can use yeah. that word, where they'll hang with teams more than you expect and then they'll just lay complete dog four quarters uh, performances. But with the addition of Sweat, I, I think they're better defensively. Yeah, they're they're getting there. And and really their run defense is, is among the best in the league, which kind of poses a, an interesting matchup with the Lions running game playing better than it maybe it's ever played. Um, so I, I think that's kind of an interesting matchup. Um, obviously, the Lions have had issues with mobile quarterbacks, and it looks like maybe Justin Fields is coming back this week. So um, that presents another challenge. You know, and, and listen, I think all these divisional matchups are always kind of unique, always a little bit tougher than they might look like on paper, even though the Lions have been fantastic. I think they've won six divisional games straight. So, um I, I would never overlook an opponent like Chicago because they're also really young and, and young teams tend to get better as the season goes on. So even though they only have three wins, I don't think this is just going to be a walk in the park for Detroit. 
His name is uh, Jeremy Reisman. I didn't forget it, but I was just uh, looking at uh, a highlight of the Lions on my computer. Uh, Pride of Detroit. Uh, again, I'm distracted by this team when God when they're playing well. It, it really is a great feeling. Uh, that following week, uh, Lions and the Bears on Sunday. Then the short turnaround, and then a part of the schedule that actually begins with the Bears on Sunday, Jeremy, where th- there's a good chance this team could be 11-2. and two. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of unbelievable to, to say out loud, but yeah, it's, it's, it's right there in front of them. And, you know, with Minnesota applying some pressure um, from behind, I, 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 think, I think the Lions know that they have to kind of follow that route they kind of need to make sure they take care of these ball games because minnesota has just as easy of a schedule and and if they don't take care of their p's and q's suddenly those last three games of the season where they play the vikings twice uh could be you know very very high stakes and i think the lions need to just make sure they take care of business but you're right i mean there's not a lot of good teams ahead of them there's not a lot of good quarterbacks ahead of them which is really what the Lions have struggled with the most this year and so as long as they kind of play their football stay relatively healthy i don't see any reason why this team can't be 11 and 2 and i haven't i haven't dug into the the history machine yet but i have to imagine that hasn't happened in in, in quite some time so jeremy if you were naming the lions mvp that this would be it seems to be golf but there are many options you know when you look at uh what uh, st brown is doing when you look at the impact of montgomery when healthy of the o-line i mean i i just uh, the depth of contributors to the Lions on a weekly basis is unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah, it, it really is, and and it, I think I think really on Sunday you saw the peak of that because you, you have everyone fully healthy. You have an offensive line that I think you're very very comfortable with going forward, and everyone made a big play in that game. Basically, every offensive weapon touched the ball and, and, and made a big play, except for maybe. Josh Reynolds. Like I would even say Jameson Williams made an impact or two on the game, even though he only caught two passes. Um, but if you yeah, if you're talking MVP, honestly, I, Jared Goff is the easy answer. I would say Panay Sewell is just as acceptable of an answer because that guy is just, I mean, did you hear Joey Bosa's name called all game on no, Sunday? No. Uh, Khalil Mack, not much either. Um, and that's, that's no easy test. Those guys were, were demolishing some defenses or some offenses early in the year. And um, he's also so important to, to what the Lions do in the run game. I think they were averaging over 10 yards a carry when they ran to Penesul's side in that game. So it just goes to show you how much he is part of the offensive game plan and how quickly he can dismantle a pass rush almost single-handedly. Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit Lions NFL uh, insider. I was looking at, I think it was CBS Sports, they had you know, the percentage of uh, chances of NFL teams to make the playoffs or uh, to win the division, and the Lions are like 86% to win the division, 98% uh, to make the playoffs. I, I keep using the phrase uncharted territory on what we're all navigating. The one thing lurking out there, though, is how well the Vikings have played really after the start of the season with Cousins and now with Dobbs. Yeah, and and obviously there's a lot of uh, attention on Dobbs, and, and there should be. It's, it's it's a phenomenal story, and and they are putting up a lot of points offensively. But I think really the reason that Minnesota is so much more of a threat this year than maybe they were last year or even earlier in the season is that that defense is very much turned around thanks to defensive coordinator Brian Brian Flores, who got hired this off season 
um, they're they're stopping teams. They're they're they've got a kind of a, a vicious run defense. Their, their pass rush still has a guy like Daniel Hunter that that, that can uh, make opposing quarterbacks' days very very long. And they're just a more well-rounded team. And, and you consider that they're eventually probably going to get some guys back, including Justin Jefferson. That I, I don't think you can overlook this team. And and I don't think Josh Dobbs is necessarily you know. A, you know, anywhere near where, where Kirk Cousins was on that offense. But I think you have good enough coaching in Kevin O'Connell that, that they're going to keep their head above water. They're, they're running the ball better than they were last year. And so it's, it's a team that's just going to be a nuisance. Um, and, and the Lions might have to take care of business for at least one of the two games that they have in between each other. And, and there's also a distinct possibility that they face each other in the playoffs too with the way things are kind of carving out right now, which would be – Quite odd for them to play the play the Vikings three times in four weeks, but um, it's something that that I think actually could happen. Well, Dom's running. You know, somebody asked me, a buddy, I think Sunday when we were watching the games, why why are the Vikings why is Dobbs doing so well? And I said because he's freelancing and he can run. And running quarterbacks, a, a running quarterbacks have always bothered the Lions uh, in my lifetime. And B, yeah. uh, defensive units, when plays break down and you got a quarterback that can run 18 yards for a touchdown or eight to get you a first down, really help. Even Herbert uh, the other day in the Lions win over the Chargers, the way he was able to get away from Lions defenders, that 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 bothered me. It did. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's an extra level of stress on the defense that's hard to deal with. It, it, the Lions struggle with it, but so do 31 other teams, honestly. It's it's. It's tricky. Um, it, you have to devote one extra player to watching the quarterback, and that takes one player away from coverage, or that takes one player away from pass rush. Um, it's, it's not an easy thing to deal with, and, and maybe you know things settle down with Josh Dobbs a little bit. Maybe teams kind of start to figure out a way to, to make him uncomfortable in a way that doesn't result in him scrambling for 20 yards, but it's something that I think that translates to the NFL maybe a little bit more than some of the passing stuff, so I guess it's not that surprising to me to see that part of his game really thrive early in his Vikings career. But, but yeah, you're right. This is something that the Lions need to deal with, and, and they're going to get practice with Justin Fields this week, and um, even to a lesser extent, someone like Jordan Love can do a little bit of that stuff too. So hopefully that's enough practice to get them ready for uh, a Vikings team that's, that, that is going to be a threat this year. Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit. You can follow him, Twitter, uh, proud of Detroit online. Uh, great uh, Lions information. So we sit here, and we're into the second week of November. Mm-hmm. By the time we get to middle of January, what will we be talking about when it comes to the Lions? Well, I mean, I, I hope it's a home playoff game at least, at the very least. Uh, it seems like that's that's the minimum of expectation right now with this team is uh, we're going to see a, the first playoff game in, wow. in Detroit Lions history in, at Ford Field. Um which is, uh, again, just something that it, it takes a while to kind of reflect on and, and believe and rub your eyes and make sure you're not dreaming. But, um, yeah, that's that's what this team should absolutely be, be headed for. And if you're hosting a home playoff game, well, that certainly means you should probably win that one too. You're going to be the higher seed, obviously. And, I mean, with the way the schedule looks, with the way the Lions are playing right now, we could even be talking about a first-round bye. Now, I, I'm not getting too far ahead of myself, but the Eagles have a really tough schedule ahead of them, especially in these next particular three or four games. And the Lions have a much easier way. And so um, I I personally don't think that the Lions are a better team than the Eagles, but with the way things have lined up, they could finish ahead of them in in a very realistic way. So, um, yeah, then we're talking post 
season football, and, and, mm. and we're, we're seeing um, whether the Lions can truly hang with with the best teams in the NFL. Jeremy Ryan's been proud of Detroit, my man. Thank you so much. Of course, no problem.